0: WWE talent to aew free agency karrion cross makes a mysterious promo former release talent to work for playboy the rock shutdown video game mayhem and the survivor series so far all that and more on this episode of tap out talk All right, everybody, welcome to Tap Out Talk. It's that time again for AEWWE News and Rumors. Before we get started, I would just like to say, please like, share, and subscribe to the channel. It greatly helps me out. I am a newer channel and it allows me to also interact with you guys. Uh, Twitter is the best place to interact with me on the channel where we can actually talk and interact. The comments down the section below I try to keep up with as well, but definitely like and share. Let's go ahead and jump in. Welcome to... The next episode, 17, Survival Mode for Tap Out Talk. So, I want to start off with a little bit of a statement. And I want to say, separate from the hell that guides you. There's no escape. Now, no one will survive. Okay, and that was a very good quote by the great poet, Tommaso Ciampa. And if this guy knows anything, he does know survival. He has survived so many matches He has survived Survivor Series where no one will survive, and he's survived WWE release parties. So uh, Tommaso Ciampa is the ultimate survivor, and uh, that's why he's my focus of this week. So let's get into a lot of those stories we mentioned in the opening and talk about each of them. All right, first is WWE talent to AEW. Well, it seems that we've been having a lot of talent trade-off lately, and it's more been WWE talent to AEW. And Vince McMahon has been releasing guys left and right. Tony Khan's very acknowledging of this. Tony Khan actually mentioned in a previous interview, and he said, you know, it seems like that other company, they just tend to have releases almost, you know, two or three, four times a year, and at least 20 or 30 guys at a time. And he says, and it seems like, you know, I know I can't just sign everybody, but it seems like every time they release somebody, there's about two or three guys in there that I always like to talk to. And I think I stick to that, right? Like he talks to these guys and kind of sees where they're at and if it makes sense. So for him, his company, and I think he talks to everybody else. Um, So with that kind of comment, it tells me, you know, Khan does have his eye on some of the different signings that are out there right now. Um, So I'm going to give you guys a brief idea of some of the signings that are out there. Um, Some that you may have forgotten of that still have not found homes anywhere. So we have Adam Scher, who is also known as Braun Strowman, formerly. You got Bray Wyatt, you got Karrion Cross, you got Scarlett Bourgeau, you got Eric Rowan, you got Bo Dallas, see where I'm going here. You also have got Mia Yim, Keith Lee, and a whole slew of others, right? But there's a lot of characters there that, and a lot of talent that just, is you can grab them at any time, right? Um, now, there are upcoming free agents that I think you guys should know about also to, on the upcoming. Um WWE free agents upcoming will be Kyle O'Reilly, and his contract will be up December 2021. Also, the great Johnny Gargano is will be up in December 2021. I would love to see Johnny Gargano go on to um, AEW. I think he's a phenomenal wrestler that deserves a major string push. Um, Kevin Owens is also up January 2022. So just around the corner, Kevin Owens definitely has a following as Kevin Steen on the indie scene. And I could see him making it big and all the elite as well. And then we get into like Paige, who is June, 2022. I don't see her really going anywhere. Elias, June, 2022. Again, Elias is kind of a WWE guy for life. I just see that he fits their stick. Um, edge, he is a, a WWE Hall of Famer. He is, is up through 2022. And then let's go here because we have, while we talk about all these AE, or AEW guys that are getting acquired or they're acquiring these WWE guys, let's flip the coin because the AEW does have contracts coming up too. So the first big contract coming up actually is towards the end of 2021, and that is Chris Jericho. So we could lose Chris Jericho on the AEW side of the house. And I know Vince McMahon would just love to scoop him back up and lock him down. So that way he doesn't get used. I don't think Jericho will do that because I think Jericho has total freedom and he loves it and he loves his role in AEW, but something to keep in mind. Um, I also think that, uh, let's see, Lance Archer, his is through February of 2022. Uh, Lance Archer is in a weird position because he's a great big man. Uh, he's got some talent but i just don't feel like aew's known how to use him properly i'm gonna go back and study him a little i've got a few ideas for lance archer that i'll be divulging on a future podcast but i feel lance archer um, has potential and i don't think you want to let that potential go because i think he's definitely workable um jim ross is up spring 2022 um jim ross isn't going to go anywhere unless jim ross wants to go somewhere and back to wwe right so um, jim ross is doing a fine job and an announcer and he brings credibility to the brand when people are flipping through the channels and they hear jim ross's voice that is channel flipping stops because they think wrestling's on they see wrestling's on and they say well what's this so it's a familiar voice that draws in those casual fans so and ross is great at teaching the other guys so and then we have finally Joey Janela, who is May 2022, and I'm gonna say um, it's interesting, right? Because I'm not a big Joey Janela fan. I like him as a mid-carter. I think he does some work. Uh, I think he can still go. And I mean, I don't know how steep his contract is, but that's you know definitely a guy. He's an original right now at this point. I think maybe you just stick with them for another year or two and just kind of see where it goes. But um, there's a lot of talent coming in, and sometimes with talent coming in, the other talent could go out. So we'll stay tuned. Speaking of talent changes, Carrion Cross or Killer Cross, one of the biggest ones we just mentioned. Um, Killer Cross has been keeping the internet abuzz with a series of cryptic uploads. The former Carrion Cross recently released a full length video version that he dropped on his official Twitter handle this past Friday titled Cross Man from the Cemetery Town and the opening sequence of the video sees sunlight piercing over a lake and the surrounding vegetation. In addition to it provides the voiceover, Cross appears in the video. At the three minute and forty six second mark, uh, the video ends with a shot of Cross walking away with the sound of the words TikTok. Tick tock, tick tock. Many speculate Cross has finally dropped the carrying cross act and is now back to being simply Killer Cross. The 36-year-old was released from his WWE contract last week prior to his exit, along with his fiance Scarlet Bourgeois. Cross was primed for a repackaging on the main roster, and his ousting came as a shock to many outside of the, the company and within. So. Interesting note, I feel this promo package is speaking something. and speaking to the fans. Um, and I feel like this is, based on that, he is going to be AEW elite bound. I feel like he is one of those three that Tony Khan said he would be interested in talking. I think Scarlett Bourgeau is one of the other three. So that would bring us to two. Um, they are a package deal. I feel... And I see um, crosses, you know, this reminds me, I'm basing that on when Dean Ambrose was a free agent. He left the WWE. He did a very high production promo just like this of him breaking out of a prison and he had the hounds, you know, chasing him, which was, and everything replicated. Breaking out of a prison was WWE. We broke down the trailer and we said the hounds represented the hounds of the shield and how they were trying to trap him back in. And it was very, you know, it was an artistic piece. And it was very telling. It was very high production. And literally we know later that that was the way he debuted, you know, and was telling us all that he was debuting in AEW. And he was a huge part of their very first inaugural pay-per-view, double or nothing. So I feel like Killer Cross is back, and I feel like TikTok is going to be happening very soon on Wednesday Night Dynamite. All right, Chelsea Green is working a partnership with Playboy. Do you guys have interest in that? During an episode of Green with Envy, her show, Chelsea revealed, I'm in talks with Playboy again for some fun stuff. So we've progressed our conversations a little more serious stuff. Now, it's not a photo shoot, so don't get excited, but it is some digital stuff. It's really fun. I'm so excited for it. Um, Chelsea Green was recently one of the released wrestlers um, of this year, and so she's kind of trying to stay relevant in the wrestling world in the entertainment world right so she's starting to do a little more with uh, playboy industry so does that bring you any excitement let us know (laughs) next story what goes up must come down if you're upset about the lack of content from up up down down as of late it appears the wwe is to blame Xavier Woods' up, up, down, down YouTube channel hasn't posted any actual content in three weeks now. The channel is usually known for putting out consistent weekly content, but that has fallen off as as of late, and there's a good reason for this. According to Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful Select, the team associated with the gaming channel has chosen to stop making content uh, for it, basically for it because they feel like the company has been taking advantage of xavier woods believing that the deal the wwe gave woods to buy the channel years ago was a bad one fightful believes that a regular up up down down content will return to normal if the situation is rectified by the wwe if and when that happens is anybody's guess but at least for now fans of the channel are aware of why there hasn't been any content uploaded to up up down down as of late Um, it's interesting, right? So I feel like the WWE bought up, up, down, down as a promotional partner and they wanted content for their network. Right. And then it seems like they just kind of came in and robbed these guys who were trying to build up a channel and a content, um, and you know, in exchange for their network and exposure. So, you know, while we're waiting for this to get resolved, the fans, um, we're going to be waiting for. You know, that situation, Xavier Woods is living out his childhood dream on WWE programming still. He's actually just coming out of a 2021 King of the Ring win, and he's now King Xavier. So we'll see how that kind of goes and what kind of situation comes out with Up, Up, Down, Down. Um, Hopefully it is, because I do know there's a lot. I haven't watched a lot myself, but I do know um, it's a pretty hot program for a lot of people. Maybe I'll give some of those a check out. All right, our next story, The Rock Shutdown. That's right. The Rock shut down. Finally. Um, The Rock versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 38. Interesting. The Rock comments the following. I can tell you there is no truth to that right now. Possibly down the road we will see. We stay very close, myself and Roman, and I'm very happy and very proud to work with um, he is doing with the Usos and my other family members. Those guys will continue to do what they are doing, and we'll see down the road where it's at. Hmm. I don't know. Is it a work or a shoot? You guys decide here on Tap Out Talk. Let's not rule out, though, and I want to remind my listeners that Survivor Series, you know, we could not rule out a Survivor Series appearance of The Rock this year, at least, right? Because... Um, it's been 25 years since The Rock has actually made his debut 25 years ago at Survivor Series. So even if we don't get The Rock live, maybe we get The Rock live via satellite. Um, I think he's one of those guys that could at least pull off a promo and of some sorts of acknowledgement. And the WWE's been putting a lot around celebrating The Rock this month. So we'll keep posted on it. Um, I think it's, it is a deal that will happen. They just kind of have to figure out The Rock's you know, movie schedule. And it's got to be one of these L.A., you know wrestlemania is one of these days so um rock's shutting it down for right now and in our next story survival of the fittest um of course we're talking about survivor series and we're talking about live on sunday november 21st Uh, the wwe has been very slow in their build they've been very stuffed with their crown jewel event and wrapping up all the work overseas on that but we are slowly starting to announce a little bit of these matches. And I just want to show you guys a little bit of what we got so far. So let's go right in and let's see how we feel about this. So remember, after all these talent releases, the roster has gotten a lot thinner lately. So we're now going with, um, we're going to do our standard matches of champions versus champions. Keep that in mind. This is brand warfare, right? Head to head. So that means um, the two champions, the WWE champion And the Universal Champion will be going head-to-head. That means you get Big E versus Roman Reigns. Um, To me, this is not a mainstream pay-per-view match. This isn't a big deal. Um, No offense to Big E, but he is not in Roman Reigns' limelight or class. Right? Um, This is no different than... Roman taking on Cesaro in his beginning, right? And when he started rolling over people, um, it's a shame how the WWE title has fallen so hard and the universal title has seemed to somehow went around it in a way. And it, the title's only been around for about three or four years. Um, so here's how you got to book this one, in my opinion. I think you need to have this match. I think you need to make Biggie look strong enough. But I think, you know, Roman wins with his normal tactics with Heyman. And then we recently seen Paul Heyman tease getting in the ring. I think after Roman wins um, by hook or crook, right? I think it's going to be by crook. I think then you got to let Big E get his hands on Paul Heyman and let him beat up Paul Heyman a little bit. And maybe he pins him for that five count pin that he used to do in NXT just to get a nice pop from the fans, a little bit of throwback, right? Um, And so I think that's a great way. And that would be a great way for Roman to get sent off back to SmackDown and Biggie back to Raw. We don't have to continue this feud, but, you know, both guys look strong. One gets the win and one gets to beat up the manager. And I think that's the only way that can, this can be done on that on uh, Sunday. So, And the next match, this one should honestly build itself out. Um, we've got so much heat over this when these ladies had to swap the titles, the Raw and Women's title and the SmackDown Women's title on SmackDown. Um, to where there's a lot of drama. So Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair, we've been hearing about this for weeks and you know how they've thrown the titles at each other's feet and making them pick it up. And then they're going off the script and they're fighting backstage and yelling and getting escorted out of the building. And Vince wasn't happy with how they left. So the point is, uh, there's a lot of drama in this match. You know, and People are going to compare this to the Montreal Screwjob. And you know it's got some bad vibes to it. Charlotte wants out of this company. She wants to go to AEW with her her fiance, but the end of the day, she's under contract for a very long time. We just went over that. So here's the deal. I think things have calmed down enough to where these girls are professionals. They're going to have a match. They are going to play. They probably worked themselves into a shoot to be honest. Okay. So uh, they sh- or they shot themselves into a work, so to speak. So I feel what's going to happen. Becky Lynch is going to get a nice strong win here, and the reason for that is because they're going to teach Charlotte a bit of a lesson of you know and humble her a little bit, right? So I think Big Time Bex totally gets the win here, and I think it's a pretty dominating way. So I feel like that's going to be the approach that they're going to go with. So now we get into the. Survival of the Fittest. We get into these survival, traditional survival series matches. And I tell you what, guys, man, what goes up must come down. Like I said earlier, if these matches, Uh, They just announced them on Twitter over the weekend, right? And then they just kind of thrown them together. And then they remixed them because they realized they left some people off. And so these things are going to be a changing, evolving. So right now, here's what we're working with, okay? These are brand warfare again, Raw versus SmackDown. And the problem is is these match types, they got one for the girls and one for the guys, which is great. But the problem is, is they have no meaning and no attachment. And half of these guys aren't even in feuds yet with each other because they just... Haven't had time to build. So the reality is, um, you got to have these matches start to mean something. Okay. And I'll talk about that here towards the end. But what I want to get into here's who's in the women's match. You got Queen Zelina, you've got Carmella, you've got Liv Morgan, uh, Rhea Ripley, and Bianca Belair on one end. Okay. And on the other end, you got a whole assortment of girls, right? You got Sasha Banks is in there, Shayna Baszler, um, Natalia uh, you got, uh, Shasi Blackheart. I mean, so you just got like a mix of girls that are just kind of hodgepodge and they're really bare deep diving. Right. Um, I don't even think it matters who wins. I don't know who wins, you know, um, there's going to be a lot of eliminations in these matches. So I don't know who the ultimate survivors will be. Um, uh, but Hey, stay tuned. We're going to watch. Okay, when it comes to the men's side, I feel like we got a little bit more of establishment, but still not the best. Um, You got on one side, you got Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Ray Mysterio, and Bobby Lashley, right? So that's a nice little strong grouping. And then on the other side, you got Drew McIntyre, Jeff Hardy, King Xavier, um, you got Sammy, and then you got um, Happy. Oh, um, Happy, not Happy Hogan. (laughs) Jeez, you got Happy uh, Corbin, right? So. Which is just a ridiculous character itself. So, we got some goofiness in this thing this year. Um, again, these guys, big deal. You win, you don't get nothing. You don't get anything, right? So, here's my proposal that I give to you, the WWE Universe, the Tap Out Talk world, right? Um, let's make these matches different for Survivor Series. And I plead for you guys just to hashtag it and push it out there. And that Tap Out Talk says, you know, the winner of the Survivor Series matches, traditional matches, the men's and the women's Raw vs SmackDown. The winning Raw or SmackDown team, there's what one, two, three, four, five. Those five should get to draw for the Royal Rumble, and they get to pick from the lottery balls twenty through thirty. So they get the best ten picks, chances to draw five of them. So they are going to be in the top ten, so to speak, of the best positions of positions twenty through thirty. Your team that wins will get those, okay? You do that for the women's. You do that for the men's. You don't have to know what ball they got, but you do know they're falling in that realm. And um, I feel like that's the way to go for these things. And you got to give yourself added value. And then it also gives you some buildup coming up to Royal Rumble here, and it lets your December match kind of go a little bit less dry as you build for the Rumble in January. So there's my suggestion. Um, I also got a couple other ideas that I would love in order to make Survivor Series even a little stronger. But uh, maybe we can get into that another time as far as a pay-per-view breakdown of how to fix each pay-per-view. But ultimately, that's my fix right now for it, guys. So tell me what you think below or just comment me on Twitter. Um, I thank you guys for joining me midweek like this, and I'm ready for AEW this weekend. But again, this definitely, with the releases, it has been Survival of the Fittest. So once again, guys thanks for watching remember like share subscribe it helps me out you're awesome and remember not it's not goodbye it's game over